Welcome to Groundbreakers, hosted by ForConstructionPros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. This is technology writer Gigi Wood, and in this episode, I'll be talking with Heidi Lehman of Kenzen about the company's monitoring technology and how it can increase safety on the job site. Hi, Heidi. Welcome. Hi, Gigi. It's great to be here. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about the background of the company and how you got started? Yeah, so what we're building at Kenzen is the premier physiological monitoring platform to keep workforces safe from heat, fatigue, overexertion, and other physiological distress on the job. We actually got our start in sports, um, and that was intentional and unintentional at the same time. So the main competency we have from a physiology standpoint is the prediction of core body temperature. The ground truth of that uh, that we benchmark against is actually an ingestible pill or a rectal thermometer. So neither of those scale very well on a sports field or a construction site or just about anywhere, but that's where we've done a lot of our benchmarking. And We're in about a 0.2% range of an ingestible pill at this time. A lot of that testing uh, we did, the company was founded in 2015. So we did a lot of our testing uh, over in Switzerland. So we were the recipient of some Swiss innovation grants and we were also part of an accelerator at the Cleveland Clinic. So did a lot of our scientific rigor there. But the other places we did some of our early testing was in sports. Uh, We had one something called the Tech Crunch Future Athlete way back in 2016. So that was judged by Nike, Condoleezza Rice and the NFL. And, you know, we always wanted to make an impact as a company. And so, you know, sports wasn't necessarily a place you can make an impact, but you know, different certainly from looking at high-risk workers, Uh, but we knew that our solution would likely be a, you know, a fit for athletes. In fact, we call workers industrial athletes because they're subject to a lot of the same physical rigor uh, that 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 an athlete is. So there was that similarity. But when we won this contest, uh, the TechCrunch Future Athlete Award, you know, very quickly, we were given a grant by the NFL and the San Francisco 49ers actually invested in the company, as did the private equity firm behind the Detroit Pistons. So all of a sudden we had access to some of the best sports trainers and physiologists working with professional athletes. So we did a lot of our testing there. Um, in fact, the Houston Rockets still have one of our devices. Um, so trying to get that back. Uh, but as soon as, as soon as we'd done that, so sports was never a market that we intended to stay in, but I think the combination of working with, um, you know, premier institutions in Switzerland and then doing a lot of the testing with athletes, you know, we were able to get validation very, very quickly in a, you know, institutional settings, but also on the field with athletes. And then we're able to move into the space where we really wanted to make a difference which was looking at high-risk workers, so loan workers, uh, workers on a hot construction site. I know we're talking about that today. Workers in you know very hot mines, you know doing rigorous work, wearing a lot of personal protective equipment, which is something that needs to happen on the job, but it's not necessarily a friend of heat injury because your microclimate tends to get very very hot. So as soon as we'd gotten the validation we needed from the scientific community and the sports community, 
we started doing uh, you know, very early testing um, with some big companies in the industrial space. And you know, the stage the company is at right now is we're moving from you know, proof of concepts and small pilots into what I would say is small scale commercialization. So this year uh, we're estimating we'll probably have about 5,000 devices in the field and we'll greatly expand our footprint of deployments, which right now is across the globe. So we've deployed uh, all across North America, as well as uh, South Africa, Australia, Japan, the UK, and we've done a couple of deployments in the Middle East as well. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, it's been busy and we're expecting a, a busy summer. So here it is April. So we're coming into our very busy season, which is the Northern Hemisphere summer. And then that that backs right into the Southern Hemisphere summer. So we're gearing up now. Well, can you talk a little bit about what Kenzen Solutions do and, and uh, how they monitor, how they work? Can you talk about how that works out in the field? Yeah, sure. So it is an industrial grade platform the front end of which is a small wearable connected device and it's worn on the bicep of the worker. Uh, we've tested in several locations. So the device can actually be worn on eight different places on the body, but you know, part of our testing was making sure that it would have ultimate comfort for the worker. And also operationally, we didn't want something that was going to take more than 30 seconds to put on and connect. And so the, the forearm has been the, the winner in terms of, of where the workers wear it. So that's the front end and it samples a worker's physiology about every five seconds. So it's continuously monitoring those small physiological shifts that can indicate that a worker is up for, you know, some kind of an injury. So we're focused on heat right now, but we have a fairly expansive roadmap and we're collecting uh, tens of thousands of physiological data points per worker per shift. So we've got a lot to work with. So the worker has is wearing that device, and initially, when they are, um, you know, getting into the getting into the system, they'll set up a profile on their mobile phone, and so that will give some information that we keep very private. And I can talk about privacy a little bit later because that's a whole separate conversation. But they'll give us some specific information about themselves, so things like age and gender. Uh, you know, cardiovascular health, medications you may be on, pre-existing conditions, these all make us very different physiologically. And so it's important that we understand that. And then the device initially might be worn for 30 minutes. And that's how we're really going to get to know somebody's specific physiology. And then the experience for the worker is as they're on their shift, they're going to get alerts when they're calibrating in a dangerous direction. And generally the way we're looking at that is through our own algorithms, but then we're also working with a governing body like an OSHA or a NIOSH. And so when a worker is calibrating in a, in a direction that's dangerous for them and in Fahrenheit, you know, that tends to be when you're getting close to about 101.3 degrees, we will send an alert that alert is felt by a haptic vibration. So that means it's vibrating on the arm and it's fairly strong. So uh, workers, uh, when they're using jackhammers have been able to feel this alert. They'll also get an alert on their phone if they're using a phone on the site and the alert would direct them to stop 
rest, seek shade, take layers of clothing off, have something to drink. The worker has an opportunity though to dismiss the alert and keep going. If they're still continuing to calibrate in that dangerous direction, they would get what's called a stop work to alert, which is just a little bit more urgent, the pulsing of the device. So that's when they definitely need to stop because they're at very high risk of having some sort of heat related injury. So this is all happening via low energy Bluetooth. Um, that is going into the, the cloud. So we're using the Microsoft Azure cloud, which is where all those data points are turned into insights for the safety manager. So this is the next uh, profile or user of the technology. So while a group of workers or a crew are in the field, the safety manager is monitoring them. Now he's not seeing the individual biometric metrics, which means he's not seeing the individual health data of the workers, but he, what he is seeing is monitoring the team and he's going to understand if a worker is dismissing an alert. And then if a second alert comes, the safety manager can intervene and have that worker sit down. And then when physiological variables return to a safe level, and we find that's usually within about 15 minutes, then he can say, okay, to this worker, you can now return to work. And one behavioral thing I'll mention that we see on sites is that oftentimes workers, uh, you know, they very much care about their health, but when they get a stop work alert, they will not stop. They will continue to work because most of these workers, you know, they're very dedicated to their job. They want to be efficient. They want to get it done. They also don't want to let a crew down that they're working with um, and be the only person sitting down. So the safety manager's role as intervention and saying, hey, it's time for you to take a break has been fundamental and very key to our platform. We kind of look at it as the remote control, the intervention piece. And then the final piece are analytics. So, you know, in particular in large companies where they're really going to be analyzing trend data, we can look at any range of time over any series of sites. So it could be one site. And in some cases with these larger companies, you know, it could be up to 50 sites. And we can also sort by the type of role that the worker has. So are they a laborer or a carpenter or electrician? You know, you're trying to isolate one role and really understand the impact of heat and stress uh, on that particular type of worker. And then the dashboard has a summary, but then it's also looking at some really key components. And those include, you know, core body temperature, which is the leading indicator of heat injury and stress. It would look at microclimate. So how much is the clothing that a worker is wearing impacting their ability to perform well? It looks at efficiency of physiological output of a worker within certain environmental uh, conditions. We call that productivity, but it's really physiological productivity. It's not so much how far did you get in paving this road. We're also going to look at uh, a summary of alerts and when did they happen. So interestingly, a lot of times alerts happen when a worksite might not expect it. For example, many might happen in the morning when it's cooler, and that's because workers have more clothing on in the morning, but they're still working as hard. So they're exerting and they're overheating. And the, the break that they have might not come to 11 a.m. when they really need a break at about 8.30 or 9 if they've hit the job site at like 5 a.m. So there's interesting trends. And the new features that we've just added have been individualized sweat rate and volume, which correlates to hydration. So the ability to have individual hydration plans uh, for each worker and then heat susceptibility. So you can really understand from a group perspective 
which workers are more susceptible to heat and which are less. And therefore you can group them based on that and then have more customized work rest schedules, which are really important to, you know, the overall physiological productivity of each worker. So one final thing I'll say on the, on the analytics. So they, you know, these safety teams, these EHS executives, they are seeing all the data, but it's de-identified and it's trend data. So they're not seeing any individual either. They're just looking at, at trends. Can you talk a little bit more about the privacy of construction workers wearing this device? I mean, if I was on the site, I, I might be a little nervous about being tracked essentially. Absolutely. So, I mean, the last thing that, that we want any worker or, or anyone to feel is that this is a surveillance tool. Um, and that's why we designed the platform, you know, from the very beginning, going back to, you know, 2016, 17, when this emerged from validated algorithms to an actual platform we were building. So we designed it very specifically with a worker in mind. Um, so the worker is the only one that sees their biometric information or their health data in real time and retrospectively. Every other group just sees what they need to keep the workers safe. So safety managers just see who needs an intervention, but they see no details. And then the EHS team is only going to see trend data. So it's all anonymized and de-identified. So they're not going to see individuals. They're just gonna see trends from site to site, from job classification to job classification, from date range to date, date range to date range, whatever they happen to be looking at. So we've really thought about it. Um, I mean, we are identifying with the worker. They're the ones that we're trying to keep safe. Everybody else, we're just giving them the information they need to empower them to keep the worker safe. One other thing I'll mention. Um, so as a, uh, as a startup, um, we are backed by venture capital. And that enables us to, to grow and invest in a lot of the parts of our business that are expensive and would be very difficult to do with, without outside funding. And some of the investment we've attracted has been from what we call impact funds. And impact funds, um, you know, they're like any other investor. Of course, they want to make their, their money back on the investment at some point. But they also want the capital that they're putting in to help fuel a company to go towards the greater good of whatever their focus is. So we've gotten uh, investment from two venture from two impact funds. So one is based in New York City. They're called City Light, and they're they come from 9/11. It's a it's a group of 9/11 executives and they, that were on the front lines, first responders. So they're they're very focused on worker safety. So we're a match for them. The other is called Working Capital, and they're based in San Francisco and Washington D.C. And they are a supply chain diversity funds, and they're very focused on worker rights and worker privacy. So before we were able to even take this investment, we had to agree to come up with a privacy policy that they felt and we felt collectively was going to set a very high bar and set the standard for smart PPE, smart personal protective equipment, which is the category we're in. And so the way that we did that is we worked with a firm on in Washington DC called Venable. And all of the attorneys at Venable are also lobbyists on behalf of worker rights and their data privacy specialists. So we came up with a privacy policy. You can find it right on our website, but we tried to make it very accessible to the worker. So it talks about GDPR, which is a privacy standard over in Europe. It's extremely rigorous. California policy, which is the most rigorous here in the States. 
It also tells the worker who sees the data, for how long, what happens if they opt out, what happens if they leave the company. So we're trying to make it uh, you know, easy for the worker to understand that we're very proactive on their behalf. And the only people that are seeing the data are those uh, that, that need to see it in order to make their job more safe and productive. So privacy, I'd say privacy and safety are the two pillars of our company and we take them both very seriously. Oh, very nice. That's more than I expected. That's really incredible. Well, I think that any time that you're going to be doing anything to take very personal information from a worker and give it to that worker's employer in any form, so even if it's anonymized, uh, you need to be very clear about why you're doing it and the benefit to the worker uh, has to be, has to outweigh whatever information we're giving to others in the corporation because it's it's very personal and we understand that. Great. Well, another thing I wanted to talk to you about today was, um, you know, the construction technology industry is seeing just an explosion of wearables and technology and devices, um, most of them aimed at keeping workers safe. Can you talk about what makes Kenzen different? Um, how do you stand out from your competitors? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, very simply what we're focused on is physiology. Um, so, of course, you know, if you're looking at the, the broader space, the industrial Internet of Things, there's been a digital transformation going on, whether you're a very large construction site or a very small one, everything's being tracked digitally. And that is, you know, efficiency of the machines and procedures and all of this and you know, every, every component of the worksite. And now kind of the last, the most important resource is, is being looked at and that's the worker. Um, and so anything that is smart, kind of the way we qualify it is, uh, you know, it's sensors and cloud connectivity and then the delivery of some kind of real information. So the piece we're very focused on is physiology um, and we're gonna, we're gonna stay in our lane there. It's, you know, it's complicated. So not only because you have to really consider privacy and things like that, but also we're dealing with, you know, human-based trials and validation and getting things something, you know, very, very specifically right. So we're looking at, uh, you know, any kind of very personalized physiological nuance. So again, we are looking at the individual, uh, from a health perspective, uh, you could think of our solution as what's known as precision health. So instead of, we'll talk about heat for a minute, going onto a work site where there may be a, you know, a sheet on the wall that kind of talks about, hey, if it gets to be this hot outside, you need to take breaks more often and drink more often. So that's very good, of course, but that's based on just the environment. What we're doing is looking at physiology data which means individualized, timely risk assessment that's geared towards prevention. So beginning with heat and then moving into overexertion, fatigue, cold illness, we want to look at any physiological shift that we can capture and give that alert to the worker. So there's other types of smart PPE, if you will, that are on work sites that deal with the worker. So uh, you know, quickly, there's augmented reality. So that is uh, like Microsoft Holland is a great example of that. And that's looking at logistics, right? So that's trying to make a worker more efficient and it removes the need to have a, um, you know, a, a foreman or a, somebody that's giving direction right there. Uh, augmented reality helps with efficiency and, and a worker can get a job done very much on their own through that. Uh, there are 
slips, trips, and falls, exoskeleton. So there's a couple of great companies in the space there, uh, you know, make you safe and strong arm. So that's looking at more, you know, kind of external things that you can look at just by deriving uh, motion and algorithms around that. So, you know, we're kind of that next piece, which is looking at, at physiology. Um, you know, other things that sensors are looking at on site might be dust and noise and sounds. Um, so I know 3M and Honeywell are, you know, both looking at these types of, of inputs as well. So there's a lot of sensor data. We're very, very focused on the physiology piece. Well, great. We just have a couple minutes left. Uh, what else do you want listeners to know about Kenzen? I mean, I think so. This probably sounds like a, an overcomplicated solution, um, you know, to a lot of people, and it, and it is in its essence in terms of the smarts that are behind it. But what we're trying to create is a really easy on ramp uh, for those companies that are smaller and those companies that aren't really sure about this and, and don't want to, you know, commit to something uh, before they try it. So, you know, we are putting together uh, summer packages that. They, they really focus on the alerts and the intervention, which is kind of the meat and potatoes of the solution, you know, and we can provide an analytics overview at the end of that period. But, you know, our goal as a company is really to keep workforces safe. And so we want to meet smaller crews and even larger crews, you know, exactly where they are, which is, hey, I know heat injury is a problem. We've had incidents or it's clearly been really hot here's a solution we can just try for the summer months um, where workers will get alerts and safety managers can intervene. And, you know, it's very simple. And then at the end of the summer, uh, we just, you know, return the devices and, you know, we're all set and we can think about it again next summer. So we're really trying to simplify the access point for the smaller company uh, so we can serve more customers in our ecosystem. Well, that's it for today. Thank you to Heidi from Kenzen for taking the time to talk with us. Tune in every Thursday for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by ForConstructionPros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share, and we'll break new ground together. Until next time.